show is brought to you by Ventura Training and Athletics. Restore, train, maintain. Specializing in the restoration of the muscular system to help you move and feel better. Combating TBI, PTSD, and pain through specialized strength training. Again, get your body right, get your mind right, defeat the demons. This is the Veteran Trash Talk Hour, hosted by Nick, Dave, Joe, and our unpaid intern buddy. Today's special guest is Matt, a mortar man who knows where Jimmy Hoffa is. <laughs> What's going on, Trash Talkers? Happy Saturday to everybody, and welcome to episode 23. As always, I'm here with my brothers, Nick, Joe, and Buddy, and our special guest today is Matt. He's a former 11 Charlie and also Buddy's best friend, so there's obviously something wrong with the guy. Shout out we to don't know where Buddy Distillery. is. Type in that VTT code and get yourself a discount on some awesome bourbon. Also, Ventura Training and Athletics if you're trying to get your body right, and Cardinal Financial if you need some info on a BA loan. Let's get this show started. Over to you, Joe. Get your Detroit Minute in. Let's party. Oh, Nick, you need a sports update? Uh, yeah, we're talking about fucking sports, Joe. Oh, all right, here we go. Are we Whoa. talking about soccer? I, I wrote... Soccer? I, Soccer is not Stop a fucking it. sport, Dave. Stop it, David. David. Talked about this already. Yeah. You may mute yourself. Deutsche Meisterschaft. Okay, all right, listen, I wrote this down. I mean, I like Detroit to win in Jacksonville this weekend, but, I mean, other than that, we're status quo. The Ford family, I mean, they could buy and sell Jerry Jones, but they're still content with uh, letting players like Barry Sanders and Megatron get chased away by mediocrity um, because they don't want to buy a winner. So, um you know, I mean, that's pretty much where where we're at in Detroit. You know, it's it's not a priority. Um, all right, topic shift. Stop reporting issues you have to fucking Facebook. Stop. This is veteran trash talk, not Facebook trash talk. If you want them to run the page, then report to them. But if you want veterans to deal with veterans, report to admins. Us. We deal with what's going on but when you go to facebook you take the ball out of our court and you put us on their radar and if they shut it down they shut it down that is it so when there's a problem with a veteran come to one of us we will i guarantee you one of us will answer immediately leave facebook out of our business because they don't know how to deal with veterans we do um Last point, all right? And this is just a common sense man code thing that I had to experience today. But if you go into a public restroom and there's three stalls there to piss in and you stand in the middle one when they're all empty, you're a dickhead. You're suspect and you're an asshole, all right? Because that means the next guy coming in has to stand next to you to piss. You didn't have to do that. I don't know why you did it, but you obviously are a think for yourself or and not worried about anybody else because I didn't want to stand next to you. So that's all I got. Joe, Joe, I like to bite the soap on that one and like literally <laughs> yes, stand right beside them, look over <laughs> the side and tell them how nice their dick is. Like, oh my God, that's a that's, good dick. That, and what are you talking about, waiting? You're talking about waiting? No, I'm talking about when they take the middle stall. <laughs> Fuck them. I'll look at their penis. You ain't gonna fucking bother me. I'm like, I'm a veteran in the United States Army. You know how many dicks I've seen? A I'm lot, just saying it's like it's day. it's like that guy that will not it's like that guy that will not get over. Bill's on. 
Yeah, we just got Bill on. Uh, Bill, did Ortega hey, go? Bill, did Ortega go ahead and win by decision? Yes. So we oh, tied. Still tied. Up. So we freaking tied, didn't we? Uh, what pisses me off is that means Nick was right. I picked more winners. You got the BS split decision. Wait, wait stop, stop, Bill. Bill, split. Bill I just split. Say it, it was again. Bill, no, wait, stop, Joe. Joe, shut the fuck up, Bill. Don't say, say it again. again. Don't say it again, Bill. Say it again. Don't tell. Him. I will admit. No. Baker's right. I picked more winners. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, so let's but, get to my. Let's get to the book but, of Earl. But, but let's Nick, get to the book who, of Earl. Nick, who's up? Who's up? Oh, the the the. Ah, uh, the fists are damn it. But anyways, so like. It's thirty five. See all those red flags. Still. See all those red flags behind them. Those red flags are bullshit. We called it out before. Hey, Dave. But, don't, Dave, don't forget that. I didn't forget about your cute little ass. You're next. That way, I get the hey, trifecta. Hey, so, Let's bring it, big no, guy. We're gonna, Let's we're, bring it. I'm waiting. We're, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. But Joe had a perfect lead-in to my soapbox, right? Because he talked about the, the asshole that goes to the middle stall, right? And he, and, Fucking and he's think sitting for there, yourself, you know? Right? Think for yourself. So That's I a my, to man about, code violation. Bill, put your shit on mute. Anyways, so we talk about narcissism, right? That's kind of what I wanted to talk about, right? And you only think about yourself. So you take that middle fucking stall because you suck, all right? Because you're thinking about yourself. Now, however, there are some narcissists that you can get along with. And I'm going to talk about one of those guys, okay? Um, and and, and face, I had something written down to talk about. Is it you, Nick? Are we talking about you? Just just wait, buddy. You've been waiting we for this all day. Nick, right? Buddy, buddy, you've been waiting for this all day. All fucking day, and you're going to interrupt it. You've been waiting for this, all right? And I'm going to give it to you, all right? So I had it, like I said, I had it all. I had my whole book of role written down, but I, I had to frago because Facebook is beautiful, all right? And, and when, when comments start coming and posts start coming, I start thinking about it, right? So now I'm going to give you the Trash Talk Nation, all right? I'm going to give you a little bit of advice on when you're dating to actually stepping to the next level okay now there was a time i was courting this young beautiful lady all right and i really really wanted yeah i didn't know where it was gonna go right i was i was sitting there and i'm like i think i like this girl let's see what's going on so i'm i'm home no no i'm home from r and r in iraq i am this is with my future wife bill right so like I'm sitting there and we go downtown Milwaukee, which if you haven't been downtown Milwaukee is actually a really good time, right? So we're, we're bar hopping, we're, we're having a blast and I got this beautiful woman next to me, right? And she's partying with me, we're having a great time. Just, just rolling, all right? But I'm still in the kind of like the, you know, I'm, I'm in the warfighter mood, I'm back to my rack, I'm slim, I'm good looking, I'm fucking, I, I, I'm on it. I'm on fire, right? And this one bar we went to, we got all this goofy shit that they put on our necks and we got these hats, all kinds of stuff, right? Go to this next bar and I go to get some drinks, right? I'm going there and buddy, I'm gonna ask you a question in a second. I want your honest answer, okay? So this girl comes up to me, right? And she says, hey, how do I get what you have on your neck? Buddy, what would you say? You get the fuck out of my face. I'm going to dance with the one that I fucking brought to this party. Suck no, that's dick. not what you'd say. 
Go back to Shingaboon. If the next person, like, if you're fucking trying to fucking keep it real. Think about think about your twenties, buddy. What would you say in your twenties? Oh, in my twenties? Yes, this is what I'm talking about. What do you say? Oh, in my twenties? Like, if a girl you, wants a pair of beads, what are you, what are you willing say? to do for them? That's, you say, show me your boobs. What, I'm saying. what are you willing right. to do for him? You say, show me your boobs, right? So that's what I tell yeah. the girl. I was like, I said, hey, show me your boobs. And she does, because, you know, she's super classy. She's like, Poof, you know, and I'm like, hey, here you go. Right. And that was it. Right. Transactions done. Like nothing else was done. So I, I, I go back. I go back to my table where my buddies are at and my this, this beautiful young lady that I'm courting. She's there. Right. And I start telling the story. I'm going to be honest, right? I was like, oh, you guys won't believe it. Like, there was this girl that said, I want these things, these beads on your neck. And I was like, show me your boobs. And she did. And, well, this beautiful young lady looks at me and she goes, I'm not okay with that. And I said, you know, I, 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 I can see why, right? Like, it, it, that, that makes sense. So I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that. And it won't happen again. Dave. Dave. Your fiance was not happy with that. She didn't like it, Dave. She didn't like it. It doesn't matter how fucking truthful you were. She didn't like it, okay? So you say, I'm sorry. Even though you didn't do anything really wrong, you just say, I'm sorry. That's what happens when you're courting somebody and it goes to the next level, all right? So if you're dating and it might go to the next level, you're not allowed to play games anymore. You're not allowed to do it. And that's my soapbox. Buddy, on you, buddy. Good one, Nick. Cheers. All right. All right, Nick. That was uh that was a good one. I think that has to do with growing up. Like it, it, you're talking about the difference between I was in my twenties, buddy. Yeah, and in, in your twenties, that's acceptable. And you say you're sorry. But anyway, so my honesty cat for tonight. Like the the premise behind this whole thing is to kind of quell the fucking veteran suicide thing and, and like guys killing themselves. That being said, there are several ways that like guys fall short. Way number one, they don't take time for themselves. They try their hardest to be a role that, that they're not like they're being honest with themselves and they try to be something that they think other people want them to be. And you're always going to fail when you're trying to be somebody that you're not. Just because you're a warrior, just because you're somebody that, like, has gone on a deployment and is different from the rest of the civilians, just because they're civilians doesn't mean they're right. It just means that they're like everybody else. You're different. It's okay to be different. The second thing that we fall back on is that we, we get out and we put ourselves on an island, we're away from everybody else, and we think that anybody that was with us in the service doesn't give a fuck about us, and the people around us don't speak the same language, and then we're all by ourselves. 
that brings me to my honesty cap. My honesty cap is that you can talk to the people that you were in the service with. On this show tonight is, is Matthew Johnson. Matthew Johnson and I deployed for about four months together. Matthew Johnson has, from the time we deployed together in HHC 2505, he went to, he was actually in Alpha Company. He came late for deployment because, you know, he had other shit he had to do. I don't know. Like he had like some kind of like weird thing going on, whatever. Um, and then he came late. He showed up. He immediately pissed me off. I fucking hated him. We both pulled a lot of really retarded practical jokes on each other. Matthew Johnson and I are as, as close as anybody like, I would, I would definitely put us in the, in, in, like, people use the word brother all the time as, like, some kind of fucking term they throw around. Matt is legitimately, like, I think of him as family. His, he's family. His wife is family. His two kids are family. They're fucking family. But and they're family. Matt, do you feel the same but, way about Buddy, though? You know, probably you probably not, because I'm a hey, buddy, buddy, what kind of family? Like Alabama family or like Army family? Tennessee, Alabama family. I Because Matt Alabama family is, gets kind of fucking weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, so, it gets weird. It gets okay, real weird. Yeah. Anyway. Like first cousin? First cousin? Or, that or better being than that? Said, that being said, Matt got out in the Army in what, 2006, Matt? Matt got out of the army in 2006. And you know what Matt didn't do? Matt didn't feel sorry for himself. He didn't fucking not call anybody that he had been in the army with. He didn't fucking, he fucking pushed on with his actual life. He started doing shit. He continued to fucking keep up with people that he had been in the service with. And he is a well-adjusted, super good. And you know what else Matt did? Matt no, we go, buddy. Why don't you tell us? No, well, I will. Matt found himself a fucking like. Matt probably needs to cover his ears, and he definitely needs to make sure that his fucking wife isn't listening. Matt, he found himself a good fucking woman that legitimately cares and takes care of fucking the shit that he's got going on. Like, you you surround yourself with good people that legitimately give a fuck about you. You are going to fucking be okay. If you surround yourself with shit bags, just like in the army, if you surrounded yourself with shit bags, you're going to be a shit bag. If you surround yourself with good fucking people that give a fuck about you and challenge you to be better, you're going to be better. Like, take the Dave thing. Like, nobody's going to fucking sit here and tell Dave that, oh, yeah, you probably, it's all fucking. Like, you did the right thing, but at the same time, you know, you're a grown-ass man. Tell people to get the fuck out of your face. You've got got what you got. You know what I mean? That being said, back to Matt. Like Matt, 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 welcome to the show before you come on. Hey, buddy, was that an honesty cap or was that, like, Matt has the biggest penis that you've ever seen? Like... I, I don't know what we're going at here. Oh, I'll tell you. Matt's Matt's there real quick. I like a goddamn love letter we got going on over here. <laughs> like, I mean, like, Matt's what, is, what just happened? What, what, what did we all just do? What did we all just do? He's going to be off the ring next, man. 
I will like, tell I felt, but I will tell you I felt like I was in a fucking recruiting commercial. Only like what was going on here? Hey Matt, so, tell me ask a, a answer one question. Who's the fucking champion? Who's the champion this guy, in the fighting? This guy, Bill is. Hey Bill, what do you want to say? Hey, I no, just no, want to can go. we ask let Matt answer the question, who's the champion? Matt's going to have the most time out of all of us. Bill wants to let say Matt something. answer the goddamn question cuz no, they're not the champion. It's important. You're important. Matt, Matt, go ahead. That's uh, I think you ought to fill them in on the truth about this whole deal and your so-called the truth retirement. Is you fucked up and got into an arm. You're not even gonna let him answer. He just, you're yeah. not gonna let him answer. You cut everybody off. You're not gonna let him answer. Matt, he you got the but, buddy. The truth is, buddy. he got into an arm. Buddy, shut up. Professionally put on. Buddy, get out. Also, I need to one one more thing before I. I just heard this yeah. man's voice and his accent, and it is so much smoother and such a cool, smooth Southern accent, and it sounds so much nicer than yours. Just mute your fucking oh mic and let Shut the man the talk for the up, love Joe. of God. Anyway, let me at one more. I have one more thing hey, to say buddy, before buddy, I turn that's, it over to Matthew. That's Joe three. Again, that's Joe three. I had to make buddy my zero. own BTT fucking formal tank top because we refuse to have a tank top on the show joe like i'm just saying nobody releases tank tops in november you freaking hillbilly buy a I'm t-shirt in Florida right now that's it's for nick tank top weather hey do you go to the gym joe because i know that in the gym i like to be able to three and a half sit three around half. i don't like to be constricted that's still a little that's still a little hey hey bill bill what that we gonna say before lot. we turn it over i'm not Matt? worried shout out to uh 10th mountain <laughs> distillery hey Ted about uh, distillery is is, is the reason why the show but, is going the way it's buddy, going. Hold buddy, up, buddy, right, we are rocking right now hold up all so, your hey, bottles bill, buddy bill, not just one. let bill talk let bill talk for like two seconds wait hold on hold on no, you're done buddy you're done i will be using my dtc code to get some more Tenth mountain cordial this shit again i will state they can you need fucking say cordial can you say cordial something but this is fucking cordial that's I Joe Five. That. That's Joe Five, buddy zero. Everybody knows cordial is Viking for piss. It's yes. but it's good. It needs yes. to be Viking piss. I can't walk up hey. to a bar and be like, hey, can I get some fucking cordial? No, but I can walk up to a bar and be like, let me get three shots of Viking piss. It's awesome. It is. I like it. I agree. Bill, what do you got? <laughs> I don't know where to begin after that. Well, hey, I tried to order 10th Mountain, but they don't send to Kansas. So I gotta work my. I got. There's find a ways way around, around that. that, Bill. Yeah. There's ways so around I'm, I'm that. So I'm gonna find my way around. Kansas that. touches Colorado, Bill. Bill, did you know yes. that NASCAR was started by bootleggers? You should just get a really fast car. Yeah, I should and also. One last uh, mission. One, be long, one, one last adventure. Advice on how to do parlays. We'll start bootlegging. We'll start bootlegging liquor, uh, and the you know, under the table well, for Bill, Tenth Bill's Mountain. Really, Joe. Bill is really excited to talk about a parlay. Just let him. Or just oh, let him talk no. about it. Bill, I'm not, I actually wasn't going to talk about that. Uh, I was just, I was actually going to agree with Beckwith, which we have done. Whoa. Through the history of VTT, every time I've been on, I've, I've agreed with Beckwith the most. But uh, the, on a serious note, I was going to agree with him on uh, okay. the, big, the biggest problem I've seen uh, with people is who they surround themselves with. I think, you know, that's important to uh, harp on a little bit there is uh, most people who go down dark roads also surround themselves with shitty people who want to bring people down down their own shitty path with them. So uh, 
I, agreeing with, with Beck, with it, it's important to surround yourselves with people who want you to succeed more than they want themselves to succeed, if you know what I mean. Uh, you know, all this year, want everyone around us to succeed more than ourselves. Like, I would love nothing more than to see, you know, Nick, Dave, Joe, Buddy, you know, Matt, everybody just, just have an outstanding life. But well, not Buddy. <laughs> you see more often than not uh people surround themselves with people who want them to be just as downtrodden as, as themselves you know so again for all the trash talk nation out there surround yourselves with people who want you to succeed not people who want you on their own level and again with that if you want to succeed follow me not joe Oh, there you go. There you go. That was good. That was good. That was perfect, Bill. Okay, hey, so one, again, we, we hey, need one point. We need, this is ahead. the lead, ladies and gentlemen, and this thing goes. We end it New Year's Eve. Bill and I already said, once the New Year hits, whoever's whoever's in the lead but, but just, wins. But like Nick said, I picked Bill. most of the winners. You got lucky. Right, hey, we, hey, I was just more accurate than you. You you just fired oh, more rounds like usual. Decision, Joe. I was more accurate, and you fired bigger hey, rounds. Hey guys, wait, 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 hey like guys, wait, 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 chill. We we need we need Buddy to be a mess. If Buddy's not a mess, then we don't have a show. All right. So we don't want everybody to be good. We want Buddy to suck and everybody else to be good. But now first of all, first of all, yeah, Buddy's wait, 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 wait. not Buddy, a mess. Buddy, Buddy, Buddy don't worry about it. it. It's like sweet and salty. But, it's all right. It's no big deal. All right. We introduced your boy, and he's on the show, and he is the reason why we have this show is so that he can talk about his story and he can promote himself. So welcome to the Trash Talk Hour, brother. Welcome, and tell us Matt. what you got going welcome, on, Matt. Man. I'm muting. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's uh, I'll say this first to uh, drop back on uh, Buddy's comment of being the champion. That's a uh, three months of a lot of bloody battles, I'll say that, and, uh, between he and I, all for the fact that uh, he couldn't build something and got his feelings. Yeah. Hey, Matt, I, I would say this. That the North was the champion. I was literally the North. I got my ass beat a bunch, but then at the end, I won and now I'm the champion. And the champion, that's all that matters and being Hit the champion. The mute button. Yeah. Took me three months to teach him a, uh, a slick move on a break and a wrist. And he got me one time. And after that last time, about two days later, I think he left and uh, left me there where I was. But uh, he did beat me the last time. I will say that. He did get me the last time. Yeah, and then I had to retire. Yeah, yeah, still in retirement. Yeah. No, hey, I appreciate y'all having me on. I really do. Um, buddy talked to me about this the other day and – just kind of wanted to give you a short spill on myself and kind of what I've been through since I got out of the service in 06 and some of the programs I've been through that have really brought me where I am now. Um, so which name is Matt Johnson, 39. Um, I got out of the service in 06, bounced around to some different jobs for about three years after I got out. And in 2009, I was actually doing electrical work and um, for a union contractor and 
talked to a guy in this welding class that I was taking just because my dad had welded for years. And uh, he said, hey, he said, if you're really interested in welding, you want a good career, he said, you ought to go look at the pot fitters union. So didn't know anything about it really at the time. But so I researched on it and um, which my wife, we had, we had got married in 09 also. And so she told me, she said, you really ought to go for it. Just go look at it, see what you can do. So I went and turned in an application to the United Association of Plumbers and Pipe Fitters um, and got into an apprenticeship there. And that's really what I want to talk to y'all about tonight on the stuff are the different options that are out there for whether you are honestly whether you are a veteran or not but especially for uh guys that are vets if you're active and you're looking at getting out and you're looking at options at what you can do or you are already out and you're kind of bouncing around like i was at the time and trying to find something solid to get into as a career um the ua which united association there's there's plumbers, there's pipe fitters, welders, HVAC techs, and it is a good, long-lasting career that is a good, honest living. A lot of good guys in there. Um, one of the big things that really correlates to this show when you talk about helping veterans out is a program that um, the UA has. They started up several years back, and it is called the UA VIP program, and it is a United Association of Veterans and Piping. And what it is, is a program that when a person that's still active has roughly six months left, <clears throat> excuse me, they've got about six months left before the ETS, you can apply for this program. And there are seven different bases that have this program. And what you can do is, is you can apply they go off test scores and stuff like that. And once you're accepted, it can take you through an 18 week course that basically you, that's what you go do every day. And you do 18 weeks and they have welding and HVAC currently and one sprinkler fitter spot also in between these seven bases. And so what it is, is they take you through an 18 week course they, I mean, it is every day. They have millions and millions of dollars invested in these trailers that they pull up to these sites. They have extremely skilled instructors that come in there and they take the veterans and they bring them in there and they teach them part of a trade. Um, and which it's a, a union craft. And the skill set that you get just from the 18 weeks, um, the people that come out of there are honestly incredible. They've got a good head on their shoulders. They hop into a good career. And one of the big things about that is no matter, honestly, no matter where you grew up at, um, where you live now, if you're stationed somewhere or you wanna go somewhere, what it does is, is the UA, United Association, opens up to where there are locals in every single state. And we've got, I mean, which it's international, it's Australia, it's the US, Canada, um, got locals in Hawaii and Alaska. And basically what it is, is you can say, I want to go wherever. Um, for me, for example, when I stationed at Bragg, 
And then my last two years, I went to second ID up at Lewis. And let's just say, for example, if I was up there and wanted to come back to Chattanooga to work, well, Local 43, who I'm a member of and have been since 2009, they have a, an apprenticeship there. And so what it is, you can say, hey, I would like to go back to Chattanooga and that's where I want to live and I want to go there and be a part of that program. It's extremely simple. You get a piece of paper, you got three requests on where you want to be, first, second, and third, you put it out, they reach out to that local and then they pretty much welcome you with open arms and you drop right into a one-year advancement and you start out at a good, a good wage for starting out. And hey, that's, hey, let me, let me cut you off real quick. That's uh, we got to get to buddy real quick. So buddy, uh, are you cutting yourself again? Cause we don't know what's going on. Uh, we don't know who you're talking to. Is there a ghost there? Nice, nice. See, that's awesome. You should have put him on the camera because yeah. we we're trying to listen to his story, but everybody's watching Buddy because we don't know who Buddy's talking to. We don't know if he's cutting his wrist. We don't know if he's uh, cutting lines of coke. We have well, no idea. We got uh, no idea. So, are like, you, are you done? Are you done? Are you done? I was talking to Mark. I, I, I could be done. I just we wanted to make sure the Trash Talk Nation was commenting. They wanted to know if you were okay. I'm fine. So I'm are good. you okay? Uh, buddy's okay, everybody. Buddy's okay. Hey, yeah. hey I Sorry got to a, you an off, actual Matt, question, like, though, for Matt. Like, here we go. Actual yeah. question. Not a so, fake one. An actual one. Are you done? Okay. So, uh, Matt, I, I know you went over the DIP program for guys that are uh, veterans and are, are trying to, like, they're before they get out. What's the uh, Helmets to Hard Hats program, though? So there's a, which there, there's a couple different programs on the stuff. And so one, one of the things though, is a, so a helmets to hard hats program is a program to where United Association covers strictly on the pipe fitting HVAC welder side of things. Helmets to hard hats is a, basically a, a nonprofit organization that does, um, gets people into different careers. Maybe if let's say you don't want to be a welder, you don't want to be a plumber. Maybe you want to be a carpenter. You want to be an iron worker, uh, a boiler maker, an electrician, anything like that, that you wanted to be in a construction type field. It is an option to where you can get into that. And it's, it's very simple. It has grown a ton in the last 10 years. And um, which all, and all of these things are very user friendly as far as if you if you want to find information on it specifically about your area where you live in. Um, if you're out, if you're still active on your different options, I mean, you can do the helmets to hard hats and really just, I mean, go on Google and in the search bar, you can type in helmets to hard hats and it will pull up and will show you all the different options you create an account and you just basically put your information out there and they help you find a job and they help you get into um, a direct placement basically within an apprenticeship um, to get a journeyman card for whatever trade you want to go into. Hey, Matt. So uh, I, I have a question because a lot of people think that is this a real to, buddy? Is this a buddy? Is it's this a real, real one or it's a, okay, all right, it's a real sure. life question. It's not going to be about 
how bad it hurts to try to break your fingers on your shirt when you have your seam sewn this is a real question so uh, a lot of people think hey if i want to make money when i get out of the army i need to use my gi bill i need to go to college i need to do this i need to do that i need to get into business for somebody else how much can like so you're a, during the apprenticeship program you can use your gi bill correct okay and then and they pay you extra to do that and then when you you know go through apprenticeship to to journeyman like what is the the average pay for say a pipe fitter or a welder or something like that without any but ps this is without any college debt at all just pure profit how much can somebody make uh doing pipe fitting welding hvac any of that's uh, the trades so so what I'd, I'd start by saying is this is that um you know on the whenever i say apprenticeship and the amount of time and how it actually works on the stuff so i let me drop back in and start with saying that so our career path has a which we are a, a union a union craft and we have an apprenticeship that is five years long. Um, we currently at our local, at local 43 in Chattanooga, we accept applications for an apprenticeship in March. And so basically how it works is this, is you apply, okay? You apply in March, you'll go through, you basically take two written tests, you take those, you go through an interview and it's a process and then they sort through on the individuals and the ones that are accepted, you start into the apprenticeship program in August. Our apprenticeship is five years long. And it seems that that seems like a very long time, but here, here's the difference between what we do and how it relates to the uh, Montgomery GI Bill post 9-11. I mean, there, there's all kinds of options on the stuff. So basically what it is, is you start through first, second, third, fourth, and fifth, um, it's a graduated program to where you learn different things each year. And then as you, once you start out, you start out at a certain wage. And then each year there will be one to two raises, depending on when you come in to the program, there's one to two raises each year, all the way up until at the end of your five years, where you take your, basically your final exam and you become a journeyman. Now, during that, you are going to school, but how it works is this, is that you have a normal job during the day. In the, in the apprenticeship, you'll work for one of our signatory contractors. And you work, if it was, you know, I'll say a 7 to 3.30, 40 hours a week, and you work five, eight-hour days. So you work Monday through Friday. But depending on what year of apprenticeship you're in, you will go to school two nights a week for three hours. If it was Monday and Tuesday, 5.30 to 8.30, you're in class that evening. And so then- wait, 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 so you're saying Buddy can't do this? <laughs> hey, the most, uh, I the think most that, important uh, thing about this- Just so we're clear. Wait, 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 not a huge screen. deal, but just like clip tests, I could test out. I can already weld better than Matt. It's not a huge deal. He's already seen it. I don't I'm think he can do much of anything. I don't, I don't think that- times. I don't I think that he done. agrees with that. And I think I believe him. And I'll tell you another thing. The, the, the point that Matt was trying to make about 
uh, the GI Bill that Buddy kind of led him into is 100% true. Um, basically, what they do is if you're labeled as an apprenticeship or like as a lineman, because um, I was I, I was hired on as a power lineman at Duke. When you're hired on as a, and you're considered a helper for the first year. When you're considered that, the GI Bill considers you in school. But I was receiving full-on 40-hour paychecks from Duke and my GI Bill every month. And that was huge. Plus, basically. That was huge, man. Because so if you're trying to start. You buy, why didn't you buy a lawnmower, Joe? Was that? Hang on. I, I, I bought several. But um, Okay, because your grass is out of control. It, hey, it this is a buddy this, off. It pissed this, buddy off. He saw your grass. He got fucking mad. All right. So this like, is I'm sorry. this is a this is okay. a rental. All right. We're, all right okay. We're, we'll we'll be in our forever house real soon. <laughs> like 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 the like the dog. We'll find our forever home. But um, no, that's absolutely huge. When you when you're starting off at a job, and you've got the GI bill pouring in every month, and you're trying to start a family, man, that can give you a head start and uh be able to really do something and, and uh it's no joke man the guys there's, there's so much money in the gi bill because people don't use it but it's available in in a lot of these trades when you're just considered an apprentice or a helper or anything else hey that, that's okay, one of the things, that was I think. awesome recruiting video you need to join back up and uh you know become a recruiter yeah, hey, that, that's, Dave, every Dave's last one right of now. them is going to want to think they can be sexy and grow a beard, though, and you're going to have to talk them out of it if they see hey, me. Dave, Dave's struggling with recruiting right now, so put that video on his Arizona chapter. But, uh, Bill, what you got to say? Hey, that's one of the things I think the Army has done a, a poor job of is marketing what's available to soldiers as they get out. I mean, we've started the SFL tap, and that's great, but they've done a poor job of marketing uh, that stuff. And, uh, like, Dave try to throw in there is uh, people forget that they also, you're also getting BEH by your pulling your GI bill. And a lot of dudes think when they get out and I've had it with soldiers that got out was, Hey, when I get out, my GI bill is only for, you know, college trying to get my bachelor's or master's. You can get it for diving instructor, pipe fitting, welding, you know, anything you can think of while collecting your BH. And guess what? An HVAC guy in Florida or a plumber is pulling in six figures for some jackass with a master's in, English isn't doing anything. So a lot of the trash talk nation out there that, you know, we, you've seen the Facebook stuff. There's a, there's a lot of guys out there struggling. This episode might actually really help them. Like, hey, man, you can use your GI Bill to go learn to be an HVAC guy, a plumber guy, you know, a welder. And those dudes are doing phenomenal. Hey, Bill, Bill, yeah. there's, there's, there's one thing that you also, like, so those, those guys are doing phenomenal, but like I've hung out with uh, with like Matt, and and I've hung out with Matt at his office, and the, there's there's also the fact that a normal infantry guy or a cook or a mechanic, we've got a vocabulary and a way that we deal with each other that trades guys also share a lot of. Like that's very true. That's, that's very true, buddy. I work in commercial construction. That is very true. Yeah. So you know, it, it's not just the fact that you can make a living and, and you know, Matt can probably talk on this a lot better than I can. Probably the average age of a, the average age of a welder in the United <laughs> States. is like 55 years old. Hey, We're running hey, out. Matt, hey Matt, tell him what a, tell him what a guy who weld underwater makes an hour. Tell him what he knocks down an hour. So it's a, 
which there's a lot on on everything you all just said on the stuff the 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 wage itself and i know buddy had asked me about the wage that a a journeyman can make and as you said joe on the an underwater welder the the money honestly is astronomical and six figures um definitely on a skilled underwater welder that wants to if they're okay with being if they're okay with being down there um they can make a killing i mean just to be honest and that that's uh which all the guys i mean even on us you you can make a very good honest living in the trades and really on whatever you're interested in i mean you can make a good honest living in the trades um yeah i i, I promote union craft I, I do i'm i'm very strongly um involved in the program with um veterans coming out getting into our program i've dealt with it for about I guess it's been about four years ago. I got brought in to try and help with the veterans that were getting out. We were getting a lot of them coming in. There were a lot of questions dealing with the GI Bill um, coming into our apprenticeship. And to say something that you talked about, Joe, as far as um, being able to rake in the money while you're going to, um, while you're getting a 40-hour week, 50-hour week, 60-hour week, and being able to draw your GI Bill money whether it is post 9-11 or it's Montgomery. You know, those two programs right there on the stuff are set up differently, but at the same time, they're both there to help for an apprenticeship style program. The Montgomery itself, and this is one of the biggest things, and it depends which, if you've used it when you were active, if you used it for any college classes or not, and but the Montgomery and the post 9-11, you're roughly looking over a five-year period for our apprenticeship at forty-five to fifty thousand dollars over that five-year period. And all it takes is you working every, you know, every week. You go in, you work. If I'm not mistaken, off the top of my head, it's 127 hours a month that you have to work to receive your full benefit. And it's very simple. We have individuals that help everybody send the paperwork in, and all you do is fill out a timesheet every month, hand it in, and they direct deposit a check into your bank every month. Truth, and it is, truth. It's exactly yeah. the way, it's exactly the way it goes down. Yep. The important part, as much as I hate to agree with Buddy when I'm staring at his ceiling, uh, but I think important part of what Buddy brought up is a lot of veterans. Landscape, get out. Buddy. Landscape. A, a lot of what. It's fucking landscape. It's been landscape the whole time. (laughs) Hey, buddy brought up a big point. I think a big, a huge issue that veterans deal with when they get out is that feeling of isolation and loneliness. And I think buddy brought up a good point. When you, when you get into the trade craft, you know, welding, you know, all, all the stuff we're talking about tonight, that mindset helps them still feel part of the group. If, if you know what I'm saying is, is we all agree. A lot of guys feel they have to go to the corporate world, which let's be honest, a lot of us don't mix well in the corporate world. Some of us can make that transition. Some of us cannot, especially the combat arms dudes, but it is a great transition into the blue collar world. And it's important for those guys to know that, Hey, when you transition to, you know, welder, HVAC guy, you know, electrician contract and all that stuff, is that mindset goes with you 
So it also takes away that feeling of isolation and loneliness because you're still with that same mindset group of dudes. Hey, and Matt, they, you, you know, said not, you were union, right? Yeah. That's Bill. I yeah, Joe, Joe, he covered that a long time ago. Okay, listen, I was just recapping. Uh, I just got to help Buddy out because you're, you're, I was recapping. You're up, you're up 4-0 on Buddy. I had okay. to help him out. Okay, all right. So All right. Like, yeah. I was recapping, but what, but what Bill was saying about, um, you know, kind of breaking the gap in that isolation. Union, I'm not a lot of people have experienced it, but they call it a brotherhood, and for the most part, and obviously, you know, being in the army, you see certain guys walk it a different way than they talk. You know, some guys are, but I mean, in the in a union, it's like a family, and it, it definitely it's definitely a tighter knit group, you know? And I, I mean, cause I was union in Detroit and I've been union down here in North Carolina and it's um, always kind of a tighter knit group and, and, and they really do pull military in and uh, put their arms around them and, and, and show them the ropes and take care of them. Cause I mean, they did that for me. So everything Matt's saying, it's, it's, it's not unattainable. Just hey, Joe, on, I'm going to tell you, I'm not, a, uh, I'm not a, I, I was never a big fan of unions. That being said, after seeing Matt deal is with that, the is, union, that, is that because Alabama told you not to be a fan of unions? Is, is that why? No, no. I okay, just, okay. I saw I, what I, I, uh, I the sure. auto workers union did and I wasn't a giant fan, but that being said, be, after careful. Seeing be, Matt, be careful, be careful, buddy. You know, I it's real hard. Detroit. It's real hard to like unions are awesome. The guys in the union that Matt talks about generally 90%. It's just like the military, 90% of them. It's exactly like the real world. There are shit bags yeah, that 90, slip through the cracks everywhere. 90% of them are awesome. 10% of them. Get I think that should be five on it. A bad name. That being said, like, you know, I've seen Matt deal with the union. I've seen Matt. I mean, Matt's, you know, he hasn't said anything about it, but he's like the second person in charge. He hasn't had a chance. Union. That's six, Nick. Yeah, he hasn't said anything about being the, the fact that he's the second person in charge of the pipe fitters union. But, you know, he he works a lot making sure that, that guys are taken care of and that they have jobs, they have opportunities, that they're doing what they do. The big thing is that guys have to make those opportunities. You know, you got to go to work. You got to be on time. You got to fucking be in the right uniform in the right place at the right time, just like anything else. And that's why they like veterans because veterans show up when they're supposed to be there in the uniform they're supposed to be in. And they're there to fucking work. They want to get the mission done and they want to go fucking home. Like just like everybody else. And that's where we have it over civilians is civilians. They've never dealt with the type of shit that we've had to deal with in order to like get, we're mission centric, you know? And, and he can probably talk more on that than I can definitely. Cause you know, I'm still not out, but you know, that's a real thing. Well, hey, buddy, we appreciate that. And uh, your, your, your best friend's going to answer that for you in a much more articulate way. <laughs> so I, I'll start by saying something on the, uh, the tight knit group on how things work. Um, me personally on, and, and I went through, I, I didn't go through a, I didn't come into the UA through the VIP program. I came in straight line. I'd been out about three years and got an opportunity and came in and went through the five-year apprenticeship. Um, 
I actually got my journeyman card in February of 2015. So I've been a journeyman for about five years now. So a little over five years, but I will say this, the camaraderie that, if I, that I've had throughout my tenure so far with the UA is the closest thing that I ever had to what I had in the service. Also facts. I I swear it's like you're, it's like you're talking about the same exact experience I had truth. It's uh, I I can say this earlier today. I went over to, uh, took something over to a friend of mine's house to drop off for his actually a, uh, basically like a kid's playhouse for a friend of mine for his two boys. And, uh, you know, the, Hey, how are they going to get in that playhouse though, Matt? Does it have doors? We bought Tell hinges them about the today. doors. Does it have doors? Got hinges today. I hope he's watching this. <laughs> so, but it's a, uh, I'll say this, the camaraderie within, within the groups that I've been with, and you're basically, you go to a job and you've got a team that you're with in essence. I mean, because you, you go to a job, there's five people there, there's two people there, there's 20 people there. And you build relationships with those guys that you're working with. And there's some good, real good individuals. Um, and the camaraderie that you build is honestly. That's, Don't pay attention to buddy. Keep going. Well, it's hard, Keep going, it's, it's hard right there. I've been at it for <laughs> years, but sometimes he still gets me like that. Um, hey, Matt, keep, in, keep in mind that most of our audience will end up listening to this and not watch it. So try and ignore the cartoon character towards that edge of the screen. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll but Matt, do it. Hey, listen, I mean, since he's being silly and, and you, were the, only classy one motherfucker. you were the only oh, one that didn't chime in, how do you feel about the guy that walks into a three-stall restroom and into the middle stall? I mean, he's. A, I mean, it's it's a dick move, right? Yeah, that's uh, I won't I won't get on a soapbox on um, people that are people that don't care. I say uh, I'll try and be I'll try and be somewhat nice about it, but uh, people that don't have respect for others or are not considerate uh, for other people, I have a hard time with that. Just to be honest. Um, I have forever and it's a, uh, can be rough at times just to tell you. Where are you at? Where are you at in the country, man? So I live, I live in Dunlap, Tennessee, which is about 30 to 40 minutes outside of Chattanooga. So it's, I mean, it's a smaller rural town. So, but I work in Chattanooga every day. So yeah, it's, uh. It's nice. Hey guys, but... hey guys on uh, on the chat we got a uh, Travis says I followed my MOS after getting out in 2011. I finally have earned my title as a mechanic at the mechanic shop that he works at. So again, whoever's listening, some somebody is benefiting off of this, and somebody and and more will benefit as this gets as this comes out. Our goal is to become the biggest veteran community on the planet. To where it is a one-stop shop right like you need holistic health we got somebody for you all right you need a job we got somebody for you all right but the pro the, the the main thing is is you need to want it there's a vetting process you playing that victim card that we see on our page and keep playing the victim card on our page we're not trying to stop you because we want to know who you are but that victim card has to go it's a fact. and we're going to 
we're going to get you a job. We're going to get you the care that you need. All right. And that's what we're trying to build right now. And I, I, I had to say that because there's people commenting right now and it's, it's freaking awesome that uh, some people might not care what we're talking about right now, but it's huge. It's huge to so many other people. Somebody else take it on. I got to read some more comments. And let me just elaborate Bill. on what you said about the victim. Bill, Bill did you put my face no. on the Joe, other guy? Joe, Joe, Dave wants to yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, Dave never up. talks. Dave no. never talks. I always let's talk. talk. Joe's, Joe's headset sucks, but let's elaborate on the victim mentality stuff and you know posting stuff about you know your life is worthless blah 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 this doesn't go to the individuals that come on our page and post about some of the traumatic stuff that they're going through in regards to facing demons things of that nature um because i did a little short video the other day about it continue please continue sharing that on our page okay because once you share your problems with the entire community every everybody's jumping on everybody's giving their two cents and it's giving us all tools to combat those issues as well. So when it comes to victim card, Nick does not mean everybody on our page has been posting about feelings, depression, whatever it may be. We want to continue and please tell you to continue posting that stuff because uh, we can only get bigger in numbers and we can only get stronger with, you know, sharing those thoughts and feelings with each other. So that's all I had to say. Can I, you mind if I say something on that? Go ahead. You're the guest. So I'll say this, and, and Buddy talked about it earlier, and several of you have about um, people having issues, and you said something about demons. There's a lot of people have been through hard times, whether you are, I mean, whether you're a veteran or you're not, there's a ton of people that have been through hard times. And uh, I talked to a guy the other day for about 30 or 40 minutes who he messed up at one point in his life. He messed up and uh, caused him a lot of heartache. It did, and uh, set him back a couple years basically on uh on where he was at the time but one of the biggest things that he did was is he got up when he got knocked down he got up and he did a whole lot better after that he realized that he messed up and he owned up to messing up and the 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 biggest thing that i can say is that uh everybody has demons in one form or another you know and everybody has issues and to reach out to somebody to find you know, to find somebody, a friend, a coworker, somebody that you can trust, or just to reach out to a group like this right here, to reach out and say, hey, this is where I'm at. Um, I need some help. And sometimes it takes a lot to do that. And it's okay um, to do that. It's okay it, to do that. It is definitely okay to do that. And that's, uh, and it is hard for a lot of people on the stuff, but there are people out there that'll help you. And there are people out there that'll, that do care. You know, they won't want you to go down a bad path. Um, it's uh, fighting the demons and uh, fighting them the right way and being able to get up whenever you are knocked down and realize that you, you know, you are worth something. Um, but you got, I mean, you, you've got to want it. You've got to get it. And uh, you wake up in the morning, you go to work, you do your stuff. I mean, you, you just, you have to have the will. And there's there's people out there that do care. If you share your story with other people, I mean, there's a lot of people that can relate, myself included. I mean, that's uh, I have, I have definitely been knocked down plenty of times in my life, and uh, to get back up from it and go and talk to people and realize that, you know, there's other people out there that can relate and talk you through this stuff and help you out. Um, but it's a huge deal to get back up and keep rolling through. Absolutely, uh, that was said perfectly 
And again, we, we want to be tough. We were raised to be tough, but again, we're not, we're not all as tough as we think that we are. And yeah, some of us are tougher than, than most. And we can agree with that. Like there's people that we could say, you know, you're not a tough guy. You're not a tough girl, uh, but they're, we all, we all get triggered at some point, right? That triggered pansy shirt that we sell is, is an awesome shirt because you get triggered just by looking at it, which makes you triggered. So again, don't put yourself on a high pedestal to where you're not the one that's ever triggered. We all have problems. We all run through those situations. It doesn't matter how we put our facade on or how tough we are, all right? It doesn't matter. There are people's lives who are affected by the way that we act. And I explain to people all the time about soldier suicide, the wrong message continues to get put out, all right? It's the fact that, damn it, if you're a veteran and you wanna kill yourself, a part of me dies. All right. When I see that, a part of me dies. Yep. Because you're part of a brotherhood and a sisterhood that that somebody should have been there. Bro, we would have come running. That I mean, that's how you. That's how you, you. That's how you feel when you hear it. Like it's, there's and, a lot. There's some. There's some civilians watching right now, and this is why we invite civilians to our page to understand this: is that there's veterans in your neighborhood. All right, there's veterans in your neighborhood that are struggling. Damn it, just like if if we could just get to you. There there's a, there's a couple people probably that have friends like that, but our entire community will come freaking running for you. We will break down the doors take, for you. If you'll take that first step of the direction they'll put you in and continue to put one foot in front of the other, we can make it better. We've all dealt with it. We have every culture, every end of the spectrum of people on this page. It's a living, breathing thing, and they react to that. So get them in front of us. If you have a veteran in crisis, let somebody know. We've got multiple we source this out to, and we don't stop until we've come to some kind of resolution that somebody's all right in that situation. Right. Truth. Now, we've done it. Like we can get below the national average. That's that. That's an actual easy goal, right? But nobody's actually targeting it. We can do that. And then once we get there, the goal changes, all right? Now we're looking at making it lower, right? So we'll, we'll get there step by step because of the whole system has to get changed. But I'm gonna give a shout out to our sponsor, uh, Muscle Active, Ventura Training Athletics, Muscle Activation Technique. So what those guys do, and they'll do it for veterans for free. What they do, they, they, it won't be successful unless you want it, right? So they'll, they'll get your body aligned properly, get that pain taken away from you, get you off those stupid freaking pills, right? And like, they'll get you lined up, but you got to want it. For free. Anybody watching this. For free. For free. And like, I keep trying to tell people, this shit's like 400 bucks an hour and they're going to do it for free, all right? And they do it to all professional athletes. The guy who started MAT does it for the entire Denver Broncos team. 
All right. Now they suck. So that's not a very good plug right now, but <laughs> they suck because those guys, because they're not labeled as physical therapy, they don't get to see you during COVID. So they, like they literally lost that whole contract, but like they're going to fix you. I was, I'll say it again. Cause anybody who's new watching, they told me I needed a knee replacement and I should start packing my bags to get out of the army. I went to go see my buddy who does muscle activation. I'm already running faster than Dave again. It's that, it's that simple, right? So like- The only event he could always <laughs> beat me on in the PT test. And that is correct. By like have four to run, seconds. Four seconds. You have, you, you have to Ouch, run to man. the fight, Dave. Dave, yeah. you gotta Ouch. get to the fight. It doesn't matter how strong you are. ran 11.01 and it. I ran 11.05. Great job. I, I, Running breeds cowardice. I Running breeds cowardice. I dusted both of you off. I don't even think I saw you in my rear view. <laughs> no, Joe, you never you never ran a two mile. You, you're a sprinter. You, you couldn't go two miles. Right now. I never had to run two miles to a firefight, so I guess that made me more effective. I you, ran you, a weren't on the, you weren't on the I smart mile? Three, though. You were yeah, an effective were, saw gunner, Joe. That when is you were, true. what, 105 freaking pounds? Nobody cares Dave, about say that. that. Dave, say that one I, more time. I want to, I want to say that one more time. Uh, Wait, Buddy's we, back. We, buddy's we, back. We, hey, Buddy, welcome back. Hey, what'd you get? Like, Did you get a shuttle? How'd you get back? That's a real thing. Buddy, did you have a Tinder call? Hey, by the way, those of you who have not checked out our YouTube page yet, check out our YouTube page. Buddy has a tutorial on how special forces guys use Tinder. Uh, you have to deal with some of. He did a great job. All right, you could oh, tell yeah. that he spent. You could tell he spent days on it. That kind of video would have taken me about five minutes to shoot, but it took him days. And like, and so like, but he put a lot of work into it, and it's it's beautiful work. It's art, right? And he tells you how to swipe right as a guy you gotta swipe right just keep swiping right all like about his arm goes quantity quantity goes quantity, quantity quantity apparently quantity. you have to drop your phone on the floor <laughs> pointed at the ceiling fan to fucking do it though i mean that's i'm um, that's just hey me. but mr johnson close us out man tell us uh tell us uh what we got to know what we got to do again uh just give us thanks for coming on the show we blast having you on we got started late so we're all drunk so it's a great time so you got the last word until Dave closes us out. So, number one, hey, I appreciate y'all having me on. I really do. Um, it's it's a good show. Got a lot of lot of good points on everything. Um, what I would say is this: biggest thing is uh, for uh, UAVIP program, UAVIP.org is one good program for the United Association. If you're interested, um, if you're if you're out of the service. Just go to ua.org, type it in. It's United Association. Go on there, look at the apprenticeships. Wherever you live at, city, state, there's different options out there. The other thing is, if it's something else, another trade, another skill set that you want, Helmets to Hard Hats is another good program for veterans out there on the stuff to give you a leg up um, on things to find a good, lasting career. So I appreciate it, guys. Thanks Thank for coming you. on, brother. Thanks, Matt. And, uh, We'll make sure we'll uh, plug all those links that you just put out as well. Nick will throw them on the video. Um, really appreciate you coming on, man. Some phenomenal stuff you're doing. Hey, uh, for all our viewers that are watching, thanks for tuning in. Go to shopveterantrashtalk.com, okay? Get yourself your hands on some of these awesome tees that we're wearing. Remember, part of our proceeds go towards Stop Soldier Suicide, okay? And Trash Talkers, get ready for a couple new releases. Oh, yeah, it's coming. It's coming. So uh, appreciate everybody tuning in. Appreciate our community. We'll catch you next weekend. I'm out. Thank <laughs> you.